hello. It has been a long time since I've done one of these, it feels like, but in honor of being one year past going to the hospital, I figured I should jump on here and let you know how things are going. So I actually just got released from commitment from the mental hospital, whatever you call it. It was a year. Yeah, I just got released and I feel so good. I actually have been off my meds since October. It is now March 22 and I've been feeling awesome. I actually have had like no suicidal thoughts since I've been off of it. It's been awesome. I have made so many changes in my life with the way I communicate. I've learned so much. I don't know. I just feel great. Hearing my doctor say that I was off commitment was the best feeling ever. And it was kind of, yeah, it was the best feeling ever. Do I have schizophrenia? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is I haven't had a psychotic break since last year, which I was going through a lot of trauma. I don't know. As far as I know, I'm calling it my psychotic break because I know, I will admit, I... I was a little cuckoo. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I I was thinking the wildest things. I didn't know what was true, what was not. I didn't know in the world around me. Like I mentioned before, like I, I thought people were like gonna kill me from different countries and like all this stuff. <laughs> I thought the Marvel world was really going to happen, you know? It was nuts. That was my reality. I admit, I let my imagination go and I believed every single thing that it thought. I believed the worst. You know how you have little scenarios in your head and you go through like, well, maybe this could happen, maybe this could happen, maybe this could happen? Well... Pick the worst thing that can happen, and that's what I was believing in my world. Yeah. I call it my psychotic break. Who knows? I saw this ad for schizophrenia on Hulu. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's about schizophrenia, and it's about the shots that they give you. They want to give you shots once a month because usually schizophrenic people tend to have a hard time taking their medicine. So they just figure, let's give them a shot once a month and they'll be stable. So this ad talked about how people who have been getting this shot have less than nine schizophrenic episodes in six years. That's a lot, especially when you're medicated, right? That's like more than one a year. And I haven't been medicated. And even when I was, I only took half of what I was supposed to because I was like, screw this shit. 
But I still haven't had it happen again. And I believe that it's because I just had to figure out (laughs) what was reality to me. You know, I had to figure out life all over again almost. It felt like I had to figure out what was true and what was not. And what was true for me, you know. And I don't know. I've made a lot of changes. I've learned a lot about emotions. I am definitely not where I should be as a 30-year-old, I feel like. But I'm learning. And that is awesome to me because they told me I couldn't. They said your mind is how it is and that's just that. Um, As far as CPTSD goes, you don't have a high sense of emotions, which I think is total BS. I think that doctors can't tell somebody that it's just not there for you, you know, and that's that. But anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah, so I've learned a lot about emotions and cueing into them, how they feel in your body, what they're telling you, how they're actually positive and not negative, including anger and sadness. That's been the most challenging emotions to feel (laughs) because they were extremely scary for me before. So I just avoided them. But yeah, life's been great with figuring out my own and working to help my son with his, which he's also, he's already doing an awesome job. Little did I know that by trying to do the exact opposite of what I was raised with, it actually turned me into a great emotion coaching parent. (laughs) So thank you for that, parents. Um, That is one great thing that came from all that. Um, As far as dissociation goes, um, I still do it quite a bit. A lot, actually. I am aware of it now, though, and that's what's important. I notice more when I'm checking out and, like, going into La La Land, dissociating from the people around me and You know, sometimes I'm like, I'm dissociating right now and I don't really care. (laughs) And sometimes I notice and I'm like, hmm, why am I doing this around these people often? Do I feel comfortable around them? Should I continue to being around them often? Should I make a change? Sometimes I notice myself dissociating and I want to be there and I really have to be extremely conscious and pull myself in and make sure I stay connected (laughs) to my surroundings, but I'm getting better at it, you know, and mostly, most of the time I am trying to actively choose to stay conscious because that's where the magic's at being in the moment. So that's been getting a lot better. I also don't beat myself up anymore when I'm dissociating, which when I found out I was dissociating, I really beat myself up. I 
couldn't believe that I had just been doing that my whole life. You know, I really put myself down, but I don't do that anymore. I either embrace it or I work to change it. And I'm loving that. You know, growth is so fun. It's the best thing ever. I never want to stop. I don't know how some people just don't do it ever in their lives, but oh, I love it. All right, what next? So I made episodes about anxiety and depression. Again, when I start feeling those feelings, like it's easy to sum it up as anxiety and depression because it's a lot of feelings at once, I feel like. But what I do now is I recognize the feelings, recognize what might have triggered it, and I think to myself, am I going to let this affect me, how it's affecting me, or am I going to put my big girl pants on and change it? Am I going to go for a walk to change my mood because it helps every single time? Am I going to do something healthy for me, you know? Or am I going to sit in this anxiety and depression for a minute or a little bit to just feel it and appreciate it and recognize that my body is feeling a certain way and, you know, calm my body like, hey, I know this, you know, if it's depression, I know this made me sad and it's fair that it made me sad. I did the best I could in a certain situation and it didn't work out for me how I wanted. I'm okay to feel sad. But how how long am I going to let myself feel sad about it, you know? And sometimes it comes back up over and over. Sometimes it comes back up two weeks later. And, you know, now I just, again, recognize the problem or recognize whatever is triggering me, appreciate it, love it, and keep going about my day because I choose not to sit in sadness over and over and over like I used to for long periods of time because honestly we are the only ones that can change that depression sadness grief loss sorrow those are all good feelings to feel because it tells you that you need to change something and until you change it you're going to keep feeling it and you're going to have to actively keep choosing, you know, what do you want? That's what I've been doing with anxiety and depression. I'm not quite sure how much it aligns with what I was doing a year ago because I honestly have not listened to those episodes. <laughs> ah, it kind of triggers me. So maybe one day I will. It'll be interesting to go back and see the growth. Hopefully there's a lot of it, but... I'm sure there is. Now that it's been a year of shedding all of the baggage that I'm aware of, at least, <laughs> um, and finding the new me, I am so proud of myself. I am handling situations so much better. You know, if I was quick to anger and reaction, negative, destructive reaction, now I'm doing a lot better in that area. It's just growing, growing, growing. I'm so proud of myself. What's another thing I used to do? Um, sadness. Uh, I will admit, I 
turn to alcohol, and I'm not doing that anymore. I am bathing in my sadness, appreciating it for what it is, and letting it help me grow. You know, triggering times of, like, events, like, every February is pretty hard for me. It's it's Jax's birthday, and it's another year reminder of how long I've been a mom and how I've done and the goals I've set and have accomplished or have not. It brings back all the years of memories of, like, yes, growth, but yes, also sadness of who I was during those times. And, you know, all that gets brought up every every February for me for some reason. But finally this year, I am where I want to be, and I'm so proud of myself. I recognize situations that would have made me so stressed out beyond belief before. And, you know, this year, all of those situations came, you know, tax season too, All the same situations came this year, but the way I handled it was so much better. I stayed positive. I was happy. I didn't have those same triggers this year, and it was awesome. But I do know that I used to. And I'm just (laughs) so grateful for learning better coping skills, learning better ways to manage stress and just letting go of so much baggage that was holding me down, it honestly feels lighter. It's awesome. So that's another positive thing that's came from this year. Another thing I want to talk about is relationships. So there have been quite a lot of people in my life that I have let go during the last year or two as I've been going through all this. And It was hard during it, you know, feeling that much loss. People you thought were your friends, but actually weren't. But, wow. When you get to sit back and just be yourself and actually finally start surrounding yourself with positive people. People that you actually look up to and admire and want to be awesome like them, you know. Be kind and talking about ideas instead of people it makes a huge difference and also leaving the party scene behind that has been awesome you know I'm a mom and before I was trying to live a life of being a mom and being a single person in their 20s and I always knew I loved myself way more when I was a mom and Now I'm finally aligning both of those worlds together. Like, I am a mom when I have Jax, but I'm also still me when I don't have Jax. Before, I would just party and lose myself, you know? And (laughs) now it's awesome because I have aligned those two lives into the person I want to be and... It's great. Yes, losing some of those relationships were hard. Some of them were good, but because I was destructive myself, um, I lost. So I hope to get some of them back. But I would say 90% of the people that I decided to no longer be around has helped me in a massive, positive way. 
Some of those being my parents, unfortunately, and they listen to this, <laughs> so it's a little awkward. Uh, you are choosing to listen to this, though, and this is my truth. So, um, yeah, the relationship between me and my parents was one that just had to go. I tried, and I tried to, like, just share with them my side of what it was like growing up, and I tried to just help them under like, see me, you know? And all they had to say was blame and telling me that the voices in my head are making these things up and telling me my reality isn't real. <sighs> I promise you, I have worked on my reality <laughs> like no one else, and I know what is real, and my feelings are real and valid, and they just can't seem to hear me, or see me, or understand me, or listen to me, or acknowledge me, or even, you know, whatever. So I told them, you know, I can't do this anymore. The day that you can hear me acknowledge my feelings that day we can think about continuing our relationship but until then nope 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 and that has been life-changing for me setting boundaries that were healthy standing up for myself and getting toxicity out of my life they also think that I'm doing all this because I am not you know in touch with God and going to church and reading the scriptures and, you know, all the Mormon things and because I've drank in my life and because I've smoked various things in my life that I'm, like, lost. <laughs> and they told me until I look inward to myself and truly learn that I will be a danger to myself and everyone around me. So, yeah, I can't be around that. I I just want love now, you know? Like, give me all the love. I want to give everybody just love and positivity. And if that's not what I give you and you are in my life, um, let me know because that's what I intend, you know? But that's the kind of people I want in my life. And... Letting go of those relationships that just brought me down has been fantastic. And I have loved rewriting my life the past year with positivity and growth and just awesome people. And yeah, that means the people I surround myself with are very slim. Maybe five people, maybe ten if you go out a little bit. But yeah, life's been great. So another thing I've been starting to do is 75 hard. And if you've ever heard of that, it's this challenge where you grow your mental toughness. And it has been the best thing ever for me. I am absolutely loving it. It has reminded me of some hobbies that I love to do for myself. I love being outside. I love reading and growing. I love taking time for me unapologetically. I love water. 
I also love food and pizza, <laughs> which this has definitely helped reshape my view on food. I'm realizing how much I've rewarded myself with food, mostly pizza and takeout. But I do want to fuel my body with healthy things and give it the energy it needs. So I'm also loving that too. And the no alcohol has been awesome. I haven't woke up sick in a very long time. And that's great. I will admit, drinking for me brings me down the way I was doing it, for sure. I don't know if when I start drinking again, if I do. I probably will, but I would like to hope that it would just be, like, for a small event and I wouldn't drink too much. Still keep my cool. (laughs) But we will see. Who knows what the future holds. I'm not against alcohol. It's just for me... I was hiding from me. I was scared to be me. The me that I wanted to be growing up, I couldn't be. And so when I could finally have a choice of whether I was going to drink or not, like I used it to hide me because I didn't know who I was because I wasn't allowed to be me growing up. So the way I coped with that was I'm just going to get drunk because then I don't even know what I'm doing and that me is fun. So I'm so glad I'm over that. The 20s have taught me so much. I'm about to turn 30 in May. So what, three months? Yeah, 20s, ooh, you were hard, but you taught me a lot. 30s, I'm excited for you. I'm gonna make another podcast on 75 Hard and how it goes for me. Hopefully I don't take as long as I did getting out another episode as I did last time, but Anyway, I love you all, and I hope for the best for you. I love chatting, so if you ever want to reach out to me, have some real talk, let's go do something fun, go on a hike, get some coffee, (laughs) go on a walk around the park, whatever. Let's do it. I don't know what I used to say at the end of these, but here's my favorite song. I love you.